0: has a team that's, you know, Monday to Friday, nine to five, can answer your calls and has experience. I would say the number two thing is that they're also investors.
1: You're listening to The Right Club Podcast, where the focus is all about helping you grow your real estate investment portfolio and live the life you want to live. Come grow with us and join our community at therightclub.com. And now your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi. Welcome, 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 the Right Club Nation to another episode of the Right Club podcast. It's Alfonso Salemi here with my co-host Laurel Simmons. How are you doing today, Laurel?
2: I'm doing great, Alfonso.
1: And you? I'm doing okay. You know, uh, it's a nice sunny day. The sun's coming in, and uh, a lot of a lot more information on what's uh, what's going on in the world. And as we. Uh, we get through these, uh, these different uh, challenging times, but, uh, but I'm trying to keep in good spirits and keep, uh, keep active and keep my mind active and, and talking to really uh, some amazing people through the podcast and even just through uh, some video chats and phone calls uh, throughout the day. So how about you? How you been keeping? How are, uh, how are you keeping busy?
2: Oh, well, lots to do. But you know what I'm finding is that the more I focus on other people, the less I focus on myself. And I really, I don't want to focus on myself because, hey, I just find that it helps my mood so much if I focus on other people, talk to other people, like you said, reach out to other people, see how I can help other people. Even if it's just saying, oh, you want that recipe? Here it is. I don't care, right? It's just helping someone else.
1: You got it. You got it. And that's uh, how you know. At the end of the day, this is how we're all going to pull through and become stronger and uh, and get better through this as well. So, on that note, talking about getting better, getting being there for somebody, we want uh, to ask you, the Right Club Nation, uh, if you will, go on and rate and review our podcast. So, throughout whatever uh, player that you're using, if it's uh, if it's uh, on your iPhone or or through Google Play, which I use, or there's Spotify, there's all different bunch of different platforms but if you can uh, please rate and review uh, it helps us uh, get in, in uh, I guess in front of more eyeballs now because people are in front of their screens but uh, in people's earbuds as well too right so um, please if you think uh, if we think you deserve it uh, give us a five-star review and help us uh, expand our reach to, to more and more people as we share this amazing information But uh, but on today's podcast we have someone that uh, obviously yourself, Laurel, and uh, and your partner Daniel know rather well. He's uh, he manages your properties, and uh, we're talking about Giorgio at artex Property Management. And uh, today, today was a great interview, and I know you've known Giorgio for a long time, so. I'll really really great to introduce him to the uh, the right Club nation today
2: yeah Georgia Cosmetis is a proud Greek background as he as you will hear in the podcast uh, he and his family have have taken the, this property management company that you know they've had for a long time and they're expanding they're growing they've, they've provided us with great service but you know aside from the company uh, George himself is just he's a really nice guy he's smart he's funny. And although, okay, you women out there, he's really good looking. Um, oh, So I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I think it makes him blush when I say that. So, Giorgio, if you're listening, you're a really looking, good looking guy. And I know you dress well, too.
1: <laughs> very, very sharp dressed man. That's for sure. That came up in the podcast as well, yeah. too. But uh, but yeah, so the, the, the artex is actually a third generation property management company. And they've been working and serving in the, in the GTA since 1972. And uh, th- that's amazing. I-, I just can't imagine the experience of property managing properties for that long, and all the different. You know, he, he touched on a few of the stories, but I'm sure we didn't even scratch the surface no. in terms of uh, of all the experience and knowledge that he's had. And and that- those are the type of people that you want in your corner. Like like I mentioned, it's not the the one case or the one property or the three properties or the five properties that. Arthex or, or property managers manage for you, it's the experience that they're bringing, right? That when there eventually will be a problem or something come up or a pandemic or maybe just a late rent payment, you know, six months ago, that looked like a big problem. Today, you know, it's, it's, it's put stuff into perspective, but it's great to have somebody that knows what they're talking about, has gone through it and has a solution readily available or is readily available to create a solution, customized to what you need, um, and, and he just demonstrates that and, and really embodies what The Right Club is all about, helping others and being, uh, and being part of it, a bigger cause and, and an amazing team.
2: And too, I, th- I think it's also about not just solving uh, problems or providing solutions, but it's the advanced stuff, right? Like setting things up so that we as property owners don't i don't want to say don't have any problems cuz life doesn't doesn't work like that but to minimize the issues and the challenges as much as possible so that we it can be much much smoother and if we do all this this stuff ourselves right
1: You got it. You got it. Yeah. What is that song? I think it was the Beatles. You need a little help from your friends, right? Yeah. (laughs) So so those are the friends that you want to have in your corner and, uh, and here at the right club, we want to be your friends and be your, your support and your help as well too. So we're always looking to, to contact and be in communication with you. Reach out to myself, Alfonso at the right club.com where you can get in contact with Laurel at the right club, as well as Daniel and Sarah, it's all the same, just our first names at therightclub.com and definitely visit therightclub.com for the latest updates for everything that we're doing in our community and uh, our different communications that we're always going to be putting out. So, uh, But for now, I think we, uh, I'm really excited to get this podcast out to the Right Club Nation. Thank you again for listening, everybody, and, uh, and uh, yeah, let's get to the podcast.
2: All right, let's go. Hey, Alfonso, Giorgio, welcome. So we're going to get right into it, Giorgio. You are a property manager. You own a property management company. And uh, wow, in these days, this is a very, very interesting business to be in, is it not? Even, I mean, generally, a lot of people don't even know what property managers do. But right now, uh, when uh, in this time of, uh, as in uncertainty, as so many people call it, there's certain words I begin to really hate, unprecedented and uncertainty. Like I want those, those words just ripped out of the dictionary. <laughs> However, <laughs> so who are you? What, what is Artex Property Management? What do you do?
0: Well, uh, first of all, thanks, uh, Laura Alfonso for the opportunity to be involved with you guys uh, with The Right Club It's been a few months now that we've been working together, and I'm really excited about what you guys are doing and so proud to be part of this. Just a a little bit about Arthix Property Management. Uh, Yeah, so my background, of course, started out in the hospitality industry, but uh, uh, we uh, purchased Arthix Property Management in 2007. And just to give you a quick uh, synopsis, it's a third-generation property management firm. Uh, We're probably Canadian and family-run and um, have been serving the GTA area since 1972. Arthix manages properties uh, in Peel, and Halton, in uh, the Niagara region, of course, and um, various properties from single detached homes, condominiums, uh, multi-residential, commercial, industrial, uh, you name it, we manage it. And uh, most importantly, uh, our team is fully licensed and uh, we're bonded. We have over $5 million in general liability insurance, $2 million in errors and emissions, which is important because we are human and we can make a mistake. Um, But the most exciting thing about it is that, you know, we do a lot of things. People think that a property manager just collects the rent or, you know, just does a a quick uh, financial statement, but we do so much more than that. So just to give you a quick synopsis of what we do, we have an office that's open Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, with over 10 staff, people working in there uh, to serve you. Uh, We do everything from, of course, collecting the rent, doing inspections. Uh, We have a 24-hour emergency response team after hours. Uh, We do all the preparation and representation at the LTB if needed, hire, supervise and follow up on all contracts. Uh, We hire consultants for large projects if needed. We do credit reference checks for potential tenants, advertising, and I can go on and on really if you yeah. want to see all our services well that's
1: that that's amazing that that's a full service and you know exactly the reason why you know Daniel Laurel Sarah and myself wanted to introduce you to the community to the right club nation because that's that's what we're looking for somebody you know I wrote 1972 like that's that's experience that's that you're learning a lot of things when you're starting in, in serving People in, in the property management world for that long and there's so much wealth of knowledge and experience, especially you're the front lines, you're communicating. You know, you listed off all the services that you have, but at the end of the day, you're the liaison for the product that these investors own, right? You're the ones that are managing it, right? It's property management, but there's so much more to it. There's people management, there's like asset management, there's finance management, right? There's all these different people management, I think is the biggest thing. So, you know, like we're in the midst of, uh, of this, right. And uh, of this COVID crisis, this pandemic, and a lot of the advice, things that we've been sharing, you know, through our, through our channels and you hear out on the news is right. That communication, we're all going through, you know, very similar times. So maybe shed light, you know, a couple of minutes just on Initially, I don't, I don't think April 1st was the bloodbath that everybody thought it was going to be, right? May is still down the pipeline. We still have to see what's going on. But maybe give us a quick little synopsis of what you've seen that's, you know, from a property management standpoint with the, you know, the different areas that you cover and then obviously all the different types of properties that you manage as well. Right,
0: right. Yeah, certainly. I mean, one of the things I uh, just wanted to say is that, uh, that you know, we people call us problem solvers. I always talk to my team and I say, you know, our job is to provide solutions uh, and you never really know what those solutions are going to be until somebody picks up the phones. Early in March, uh, we realized that, uh, that, you know, there was there was going to be some issues with what was happening and we wanted to be proactive on it. So the biggest thing, and, and, and some of you out there who do not have a property management uh, company that is able to do this, I think the biggest thing you can do is be proactive. I've always said the person that has your ear is the first person that's going to, you know, reply to you and feel comfortable in working with you. Because a lot of people were all about the how. How am I going to deal with this? How am I going to pay my rent? Uh, How, how, how? how? And so if you just change that question, instead of saying how I'm going to deal with this, to who's going to deal with this, all of a sudden your brain starts working differently and you start problem solving and it guides you to professionals that can do this, like ourselves, like you guys have been doing, bringing on, and I know there's a big uh, webinar with him on tonight. So with us, what we decided is we wanted to be proactive. We immediately, in early March, sent all our tenants and all our clients a quick little letter, nothing massive, just letting them know. We know we're all going through some troubled times right now. We don't know what the future holds, but what we know is what we can be in charge of. So basically, we're telling them we're here to assist, we're here to help, build that relationship, very important and then guiding them on how we can work together. So our first initial was a quick letter saying, if you think you're going to have a challenge uh, on April the 1st with paying your rent, please contact our office so we can work things out. And just to let you know, just some of the, because today is the 8th, I think. We're on the 8th, is that correct? Is April the 8th today? Yes, it is the eight. We're losing track here. But basically, as of today, just to give you some numbers, twelve percent of all the, the, the rentals that we manage uh, reached out to us and said, Hey, can we work out some type of a of a plan and what can you do for us? And out of those twelve percent, we were almost seventy percent, we worked out a payment plan, which said, Okay, here's what we're gonna do, because they were still unsure. They were still waiting for their EI to come in, they were still waiting for this you know, to apply to, to this Canadian emergency relief benefit. And overall, On April 1st, we had 15% that did not pay on time or did not pay what they should have paid, which is not really too bad for our particular portfolio because we always have about 10% anyway that we're dealing with trying to get them to pay by the end of the month. It's just a process. It's something that we do with people. So the most important thing that I think I need to let you know is that, you know, I know we've heard this question and people said, should we be doing N4s or eviction notices? Uh, We did do eviction notices for every single uh, we did N4s for every single unit that did not pay or did not pay the correct amount. However, very important, we did communicate to those uh, tenants and say, we're going to be doing this just to make sure that we're doing our due diligence, protecting our owners, protecting our landlords, making sure when the LTV opens, we're in first in queue and we're going to work out a plan. And most importantly, we got legal counsel that said, we certainly don't want the LTV saying that, oh, you would lowered the rent. No, we didn't. We worked out a plan. And we wanted to protect ourselves. So, you know, we constantly let people know about the Canadian emergency relief benefit. We talked to our commercial tenants, which you know, some of them have restaurants that we manage. And of course, they're a little bit more challenging. Their rent rolls are a lot higher than the seven, eight, nine thousand dollars a month. So with those, we had to do a little bit of more finessing. Overall, it's communicating. And overall, so far, this month is going very well. We'll see how May turns out. But with everybody being able to apply with the Canadian Emergency Relief Benefit yesterday and today and tomorrow, I think, you know, we should be okay. Uh, it's it's all about communicating, Alfonso, like you said, and uh, just do not be afraid to talk to your tenant, build that relationship, be the first one to say, I'm here to help you, what can we do to work together?
2: So I know, Georgia, that you work with landlords, property owners who have like one property mm-hmm. and you have owners who have I don't know, fifty doors or a, a sure. multi-unit, so you know, anywhere from I don't know, four, six, six, 50, 100. So, but like, tell us some stories. Like, how do how does how does this work? Like, what do you how do you work with these people? Because I don't think a lot of people understand exactly what property managers do and what how much value you give, uh, both both to the tenant and the, the property owner.
0: Yes, thank you, Laurel. Yeah, I'd love to talk, and I love stories, as I said. So I think that's what makes us unique. We do offer all the services that maybe other property management companies do. I don't know, but the most important thing is uh, we like to customize our service according to the clients, according to what and who and where they are and what they're looking for. So let's take an example. I'll give you a quick story. So about five years ago, met a fine gentleman in Mississauga. He had one rental property, and it was in Hamilton. And uh, he said, in the next 6 to 12 months, I'm going to be moving out of the country with my wife, and I would like you to also manage this property as a duplex because he had his basement finished. And then I'm looking at purchasing a unit a year with the money that we're going to be saving. So to make the long story short, that client is still a very good client. Now we manage six properties for him. One of them is a duplex. They're still out of the country, so we do... We've set up, you know, withholding uh, taxes for them. I'm not sure if you're familiar. If you're a non-resident Canadian, you have to pay either 25% gross or net. I'm not going to get into it, but if somebody wants more information, they can certainly contact us on that. So that's one, one simple. You know, that was a client that was looking to grow his res- you know, his rental portfolio and work with us, and we've been helping him while he's been abroad, make sure that. The, the, the properties continue to raise in value, that the rented were getting the rent rolls and and paying appropriately the taxes that need to be paid on his behalf. I'll give you another story. This is a good one. So about four years ago, a gentleman in his early 80s who's been in the, the management uh, well, acquisition for a building and acquisitions for years came to us and says, I have 35 properties, 135 units, but I'm having challenges. Self-managed with, you know, he had some employees, but really they weren't, it wasn't a team. It wasn't a property manager company. And that one was unique. So for them, you know, in the first 60 days, we evicted 35 people that weren't paying. The sheriff said that we were their number one client, but that's not what we wanted to be. Then after that, we worked uh, We worked with vetted uh, uh, contractors that we have uh, offering very good rates and, you know, refurbished a lot of these units. So he had uh, apartment building single uh, units commercial units, industrial units, everything, you name it. In six months, we had it up and running. We were uh, collecting, fully rented, uh, collecting an extra 30% because we increased the value of these units. And we were collecting almost $2 million, 2.1, I don't know where we're at now, 2.1 million a month just in rentals. So that's another, that's a bigger, that's a different challenge. And the last story I'd like to talk is about uh, you, Laurel, and Daniel. I remember a few years ago when you guys came to our office in Burlington, and you said, okay, we got 12 properties out there all closing on this date they're brand new we want to rent them all within 60 days what are we going to do so that was a unique situation which was so exciting it was really unique with us as well we worked with terry on we worked in helping you guys because we have access to commercial prices for appliances we decided that it's going to be executive rentals you know this is what we're going to do we even opened up a specific website just for your properties you know at that time in niagara LA. so that was a unique situation and then, you know, I remember when, when one of the properties became vacant and I had an insurance that, uh, company that called me about a fire. You know, you guys were quick as well. We became, you know, we became creative and we said, well, why don't we make this into a full furnished unit? And and we were able to do that. And we went out, uh, you know, our team and, and made sure we got the appliances, the furniture, the carpets, the utensils, whatever needed to make sure that we can rent it. We rented it. We collected six months up front. So it was, again, these are are the, the services that you don't hear about, but this is what we do that's unique. And these are just three stories about three different types of people that we work with.
1: And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors.
3: Right, Club Nation, let's take a quick minute here to meet our sponsor for the week, Blackjack Contracting. They've been serving Niagara, Hamilton, and Brantford areas. And for the past three years, becoming the area's largest basement suite renovation specialist.
1: That's right. And Blackjack works with real estate investors, both new and experienced, converting single-family homes into multiple legal suites and renovating properties to achieve their maximum potential and value.
3: Absolutely. And they've completed over 100 units from Brantford to Niagara Falls,
1: The house always wins. So now back to the podcast. And now back to the show.
2: Yeah, I remember that because it was really funny. Like, it's like, you know, you buy 12 properties all at once and then you go oh my God, what have we just done? We <laughs> kind of read these things. <laughs> and uh, that's just a little bit of an oops, what have we done? Anyway, but I do remember walking into that, uh, that building around the, the corner from where we live and you and, and uh, Catherine, your your wife, were in there. You're putting cutlery in the drawers. and like, I think one day I'd been in there and there was nothing. And the next day it was like, oh my God. Actually, it was so nicely decorated. I remember Daniel looked at me and he said, so can we move in? <laughs> here <laughs> I said well, no
1: <laughs> that's awesome and and that, and that is that is so important right as, as we always say like you need people on your power team you need realtors you need mortgage brokers you know lawyers in insurance right and a property manager really it again is I can't stress enough is that can link to communication between your client and your product Right. And that's going to be that that link of that communication and the customized solution that, like you just said, that you created for Daniel and Laurel and, and probably hundreds, if not thousands, of other people that you know you create for those. That's by getting to know who your client is, know what their issue is, know what their problem is. And I like how you said it's not how, it's who, right? So okay, so. This is the problem that we have. Who is going to be the expert? Who is going to be the best person that we have for this? And you have your own power team, right? You mentioned the contractors and, you know, a part of your team, how when you have to get into actually doing work to the property, you have to communicate to the client. Like people in our community, in the Right Club community, I don't think we get into real estate investing to manage properties to touch buildings and to oh wow look at that brick oh wait that's great floor like honestly i think there's too many choices out there it's just like three faucets and three types of floor and like it should be really really simple but when when investors are looking for a good property manager and you know in your case a great property manager what are some of the things that in that solution that they should look for to say hey what is it reporting every month is it contact is it financials what what is a key thing that say if you have nothing else this is what your property manager really should be doing the fundamentals
0: yeah that's a great question and uh and again i want to say about the right club that's what i was so impressed about the first time i came to the, your burlington conference and uh, i got to meet the other sponsors from the, the, the from your brokerages to the lawyers to you guys i mean guys i'm telling you uh, very professional and it's so important to have People that are involved in the real estate industry—that is so important. There are lawyers, every and but they're lawyers and lawyers. There are accountants. I always say to to everybody I work with, you should. The people that are offering value and creating value for you don't be don't be worried about how much you're paying them because that's what you have to look at is the value they're offering to you. It's not the cost because long term it can cost you a lot more money when you're trying to do it yourself. Everything works perfect when everybody's paying the rent and you're collecting, but when Shit hits the fan, if I'm allowed to say that word, and you are at the LTB, and it costs you thousands and thousands. That's when you realize the importance of a, a good team, a professional team. So with me, if you were looking for a property management company, I guess the first thing, you want to look for a company that is certified, that is insured, that has an office. And I know today we're not using offices as much, but basically has a team that's you know, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, you can answer your calls, and has experience. I would say the number two thing is that they're also investors. It's important. We're not only entrepreneurs in the management field, but we as a family are also investors. So I'm not just saying myself and Catherine, which, as I said, that's a family-owned business, but my children as well are also investors. So when you're dealing with – we have a different mindset. We understand the importance of a good lawyer, a good accountant, the importance of a good contractor, the importance of a good realtor, right? So – you know, what is their team asking? Do they have a team in place and who are they? I always tell clients, if you have somebody that you are working with, you have a great realtor, great. We're going to work with them. You know, very important. If you have a great contractor or handyman that you're happy with, great. We'll work with them. But if you don't, we have, we got engineers, we got plumbers, we got electricians, we got builders, we got renovators, we got, uh, uh, you know, concrete mortar joints, brick, you name it, we have it because of all the years of experience. And, and these people are offering volume discounts just because we give them the business first. And when we call them on a Saturday at three in the morning, they're answering the phone and they're going out. So again, mitigating the loss for your home, it's all about the value. So find out, you know, what services they're offering, you know, what are you paying for those services? If there's any, you know, little fine words at the bottom, we're all inclusive. When we give out a proposal, here's what we charge, here's what it is, and it all it, it depends on who you are and what you're looking to do and where you're looking to go with that. So those are some of the pointers that I think are very important that you check out. You know, And you can do that with us at www.artics.ca. It's a plethora of information on our website, and you can also click for a consultation on there, and we'd be more than happy to. To, to have a good you know help kids to the best of our ability because we know that uh, long term you know you reap what you sow. yeah
2: you know, I, I think that's a really important point what you, you mentioned about you're like the um, the focal point so because I know for for our properties we had an issue with a, a property where there was a, a leak in the foundation right It was like, well, what do we do and you you brought somebody in so it's really helpful like you said not to have to worry about the who. I already have the who. I have you, right? Um, I don't have to worry about okay, who's going to do the flooring and who's going to do the repair and who's going to do this. And people say, well, I can do it myself. Well, yeah, you can, but you're probably going to pay more. You have to spend a whole bunch of time figuring out what it is you want, getting different quotes, and all the rest of it. And it's just for me, it's a nice feeling to know that I've got my who. I just. Pick up the phone or send an email or a text and, and there you are. So I think people like even people who have just one property, right? It's not about having multi-properties, it's one that can still save you a lot of time and energy and stress and money. Yes.
0: Yes, yes, Laura. I think it's important because we will get at multiple codes. We do this every day. So we know when somebody gives us a code, if we think it's high. And I'll give you an example of this. I worked with an engineer at another property in Burlington and they, we got quotes for a really big job project. And for that project, they came in, we got closed bids and it came in really good. And then we wanted them to do a little bit of waterproofing in the front and they came in at over $20,000. And I said, for that area, it seems high. So at that time I just closed the phone, got rid of the engineer, called, called another contractor that we worked with in Hamilton. They came in, looked at it, big company, you know, William Groves, you may know of them, and they came in and they came in at ninety-seven hundred bucks. So, because that's what they specialize in, just waterproofing. So I said to the engineer, you need to add them onto your bidding list because yeah, these guys were good to do the cladding of the building, but they weren't your best person to quote to do the waterproofing. And this is this saved a lot, you know, we're talking eleven thousand, okay, ten thousand dollars because we made that extra call. I hope that these these are the little these are the little value systems that you're not going to get if you're trying to manage them yourself or, and I understand you're just starting out, you're trying to save money, but I don't know if that's where you want to save your money. I think, you know, you want to make sure that you put enough money aside, that you have a property that's cash flowing for you, that you can invest in an excellent team of professionals to help you.
1: Absolutely, and that's the the best part is that that's what you and your company and your staff and your team is focused on. It's finding the best of the best that, all the things that you need, right? So as as myself as an investor or you know other investors out there, we don't need to go and do that research and to find five or six different waterproofing companies, carpenters, plumbers. You guys are going to be working with those trades, know the areas, and because it's not only my one or three or ten properties that I'm managing, you're managing my three or ten. Uh, Laurel and Daniel's 10 and everybody else's 10. So you have that, that power by numbers where you can say, hey, look, this is the opportunity that I have. So that's amazing part is that you're even building your team of the people that um, th- that are helping you. So I want to switch gears just for, for a quick second and, and ask a practical question today. So say I'm one of your, your property owners, I'm on your roster of property, properties that you manage for me and Uh, And now, you know, May 1st is coming around. I was just fixing things up in the last month or two. And now I have a vacancy. I want to rent it out for May 1st. Now we're in the midst of this. How are you underwriting or how are you screening clients that are coming in and applying for my open vacancy? What's what's a good tip or something that we can do out there today as we have a vacancy?
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's a great question. And in fact, I uh, I just listed a property today in Oakville, 2295. Marie Drive if anybody's interested it's coming available in 30 days (laughs) but you know I work with professionals as well Alfonso so you know we have a a team of professional realtors that we work with from uh, from Toronto all the way to Niagara and we rely on their strengths and then we assist them with how they prepare and how they vet those clients so these realtors before they go out they know what we're looking for and there's some things that we're always interested in and and of course, financials is one, credit checks is another. I find if somebody is really concerned about their credit bureau score, they really don't want to screw that up. We look at, you know, where are they employed? Can they afford it? A lot of people want a nice executive home, but you know, we all do, but can we really afford it? So we really analyze their financials. We really want to look at sometimes we get a letter, not sometimes, most of the time if we feel... We get letters from, you know, from their employer that they are currently working or they're currently getting paid. So right now, you know, I, you know, in this particular time frame, are you working? I know that my staff, for example, are all still working full time, getting full pay because we're an essential business. If you're not working, how are you paying your bills? Let's look at your credit check. So, you know, we want to look at, you know, uh, their visas and MasterCards and where they're at. We ask a lot of questions are where do they see themselves? And I truly don't think a lot of people are looking to move in this, in this time unless they were, you know, it's a unique situation. So we'll see how it goes with this listing. But very important to vet them, not only a credit check, do reference checks, of course, but I find reference checks – if you're calling on who they recommend, they're always gonna give you, they're always gonna say good things about them, usually. So it's kind of okay, great. Oh, I call them. I, I really wanna dig deep. I wanna look at their bank accounts, I wanna look at their credit cards, I wanna get a letter from their employer, talk to their employer currently and see if they can afford this executive rental, or if they or maybe they should be going to another unit that's more or lesser cost for them. So I think that's where we would start. I think those are the most important things that you should focus on.
1: Amazing. Amazing, great, great tips. Thank you. Jim.
2: And it struck me too when you said you know talking working with with real estate agents because yeah I mean they they have a specific skill set in that area, so again you're leveraging other professionals so that you can provide your clients the the property owners with the the best service there is because I really like I said before, I really think that um, a lot of real estate investors don't understand the value that you give to people because mm-hmm. it's it's like if if you just have one or two properties, you don't have, you have a full time job. Your full time job is looking after the properties of other people, right? I mean, in, in in essence, that's what it is. And people who have one or two properties or whatever it is, a hundred anything in between, they're they have other things to do. So I like to pass off those things which which A I don't know very much about or don't maybe I know something about but I don't do very well or I don't have the interest in it or whatever it is or the time so that I can focus on the things that I'm best at and it just makes sense to me I never understand why people say I want to manage my own property I really want to know what's going on well okay do you give reports to your your ten- or your landlords every month absolutely Like what, what do you, what do you tell your, 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 I guess
0: the biggest thing is, you know, with a lot of people that want to manage it on their own, it's a, it's a control issue. If you're looking to grow, it's going to be very difficult for you. And the other problem is you get too close to the tenant with us. It's, it's like the tenant, it's always hey, It's not, it's without prejudice. It's not personal. It's professional. We're doing our job and, you know, we want to keep you as a tenant, but you got to be paying your rent and you got to keep, you know, your, your, you got to keep your backyard and your front yard clean. you got to, you know, mow the lawn now uh, we agreed on no dogs. Now you have a dog. I mean, and, and there's so many, so many issues that, that uh, an owner can get involved in. And then they, there's a, they, they can get in trouble because they go, I'll pay you next week. Well, we understand. Yes, you're going to pay us next week. That's fine. But we're still going to do an N4 to protect us. So it's about... Doing things that are unconsciously, that we're unconsciously competent at, that you are not even aware of. So yes, of course, every month we do do reports. And, you know, if there's an emergency situation, we act quickly. But if there's something that can wait, we get quotes and we inform our owners. We have access, like I said, to, you know, if your appliance breaks, we're not going to, first of all, is there a warranty on the appliance? We know right away, you know, is there, is there a house? Rental uh, uh, company involved. These are the things that sometimes you don't think of, even how to set up your lease agreement. Are they going to be paying for the hot water rental or not? We recommend they should be because if there's a problem, they can call them. These little things. Of course, we give uh, financial reports and we do, we deposit the the difference of the money every month into you know each uh, clients or owners accounts. Uh, however, you know, really, uh, the tenants barely ever know who the owner is unless they want them to know them. We're basically their middleman, and we're kind of the the protector, as you might want to say. So, yes, I, you know, i, guess, uh, I if you really want to grow your, I mean, I mean, you may inherit a property, and you're saying, oh, you know, I just inherited it, you know, and I want to see what I can do with it. Or, you know, you may have an old property that you've got and you want to renovate it and you want to get more value and, you know, we're there to serve with that. So, you know, we have access to uh, insurance brokers. I mean, we can get you really great quotes because we work with a lot of insurance companies. And I know Hub is one of the, the good ones that, you know, we have and they're part of the, the, the right club as well. And we use them. But if for commercial You know, we have a certain type of other brokers and we, you know, everybody's got their unique skill set and what they're really good at. My job is to find the best fit for that particular client to save them, you know, make it as affordable as possible, but make sure that their home is increasing in value and that they don't have to ever, you know, have sleepless nights about what's happening with their property. You know, because you know what?
2: As you were talking, it—I just a thought just crossed my head. I'm going to throw it out here. I so, thought, oh my God, there's a there's a tagline for you. Take removing the emotion from yeah. property management because that's exactly what you do. It's like you were talking about the connection with the tenant and all the rest of it. You're you're taking that away from the property owner. You remove the emotion, and now it's a business. You're fair. You know the the tenants are taken care of, but it it takes that emotional component out, and it becomes an a lot easier to deal with because we all know as soon as emotion enters any equation, doesn't matter what it is, then, then things tend to blow up, right?
0: Correct. Correct. And, that, and that's important. And it just makes it easier, you know, because you can tell us what, you know, we'll call you. They'll say, well, we can do this. And then, you know, we'll be the middle person. We know what they can do or what they can't do. Ultimately we want to always keep our tenant if they're a good tenant. They might go through a challenging time and they can't pay now, but if they're calling us, and they're willing to work something out, I want to work with them. And if I had somebody that's been renting for two, three years and all of a sudden they don't pay, and we do have to go to the LTB because we do have to. I'm always trying, I'm not trying to get them out because I don't know if I get them out, I gotta get back in there. I gotta, even if it's you know, paint touch-ups or cleaning the carpets or refreshing, and then we have to advertise and market and get another good tenant. So ultimately, if I feel good with that tenant, we want to keep that tenant, we're gonna work with that tenant. But we're also going to protect the landlord if when we go to the LTB, making sure that we set up a section, uh, you know, 90-98 uh, to to protect them, that or 97 to protect them if something occurs occurs and that we can evict if we have to. You know what? We don't want to get to that point, but if we have to, we will. And you're not going to be involved with it. It's going to be very professional. There's not going to be no emotions. It's going to be calm, cool. We go into the LPB, We know exactly what we're doing. We're in and out in half an hour. Like, uh, I mean, I picked up a lot of customers there, actually, because people that wanted to do it themselves say, oh, my God, are you are you a paralegal? I said, no, I'm in the property management business, but we understand this is what we do every day. So, and we don't charge for that. Where if you would have have to get a paralegal to go in there for an hour or two hours, or even to go for half an hour to prepare, it would have cost you X amount of dollars. For us, it's all included in your actual uh, monthly fee.
1: Well, and that's why I want to make sure that it's not understated with the the experience and the knowledge that you and your team in the collective years of a third generation business, that it's not just that one case that you're taking to the landlord. It's the years and decades of experience and knowledge that you're bringing to that case and that allows it to do it that quick. Because I think, you, know, you see these memes or these great sayings out there is like, you're not paying me for the, the two hours of work that I'm doing, you're paying for the thousands of hours or hundreds of thousands of hours that I've spent learning and doing this or tens of thousands of hours doing this ahead of time that experience. So that's, you know, that's amazing when somebody like you in the property management company in Arthex can be in your corner and have all that experience that's uh, that's an asset, like you said, that brings so much value to, uh, to, to the uh, investment world. And, uh, and thank you for that. So uh, I think we've uh, reached the point of the podcast that we're going to do our lightning round. So George, are you ready for the lightning round? I, I guess so. Should I be writing this down? <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors.
3: Hey, Right Club Nation, I just wanted to take a quick moment here is Sarah Larby, and I'm here with Laurel Simmons, and we have some really exciting news for you. And we heard you, we heard your emails, and we are going to be bringing you Right Club Nation online, coast to coast, accessible at any time of day, and you can be in your pajamas like I am right now, and you can access our great content. And what is going to be that content, Laurel? Well, we have
2: videos, recordings of live events that we've held, we have webinars, we have, we'll have we have our podcast information up there, we'll have uh, forums and chat groups and all kinds of things. You'll even be able to find services and products that you need in your neighborhood, local, For you, because we know how important it is that you have your local team with you. We're going to be rolling things out very quickly. And as we start, you'll see more and more stuff come along. And we really want you to join and become part of our online community.
3: Absolutely. This is the first, and in my opinion, it was going to be the best Canadian Online community of real estate investors and like minded individuals. So, guys, come and grow with us. Join our online community, register, and come and say hi and check out the amazing things.
2: Yeah. And all you have to do is go to therightclub.com and you'll find us there. It's easy to register, it's free, and hop on. We can't wait to see you there. Guys, come and grow with us.
1: And now back to the show. First question of the lightning round. What is the best advice you have ever received from another investor or at a networking event and because we're in the midst of this or an online webinar?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's very good, very good question. What is the best advice? I guess the best advice that I received... Was from a good friend of mine, and you may know of him. And we we got the opportunity to meet him a few years ago. Robert Kiyosaki, Robert and Kim, we actually hosted him in Athens, Greece, a few years ago. And we were walking through the the Acropolis and the Parthenon. He's looking at all these old buildings. He goes, "Oh my God, what an opportunity!" The best advice was cash flow, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. I can't say anything else. If you're going to invest in anything,
2: always invest in cash flow. All right. I'm making a note. You know, Robert Kiyosaki. All right. Second question. (laughs) Um, What is your favorite resource for real estate investing? And it can be anything. It could be a book, a training, a person, event. Like what is your favorite resource?
0: Well, first of all, I got to say you guys uh, as The Right Club are really stepping up and you're doing it. You're you're right on the cutting edge. You're looking. you're, You're not only just taking something that has existed in the past or, you know, trying to duplicate, but you're also creating and adding value to everybody, uh, I mean, so first, I know that everybody that's listening to this or you're going to be listening to this podcast, you know, if you haven't been to a Right Club event or a Right Club webinar, I highly recommend it. They're, cut, they're cutting edge. You're always looking to provide solutions for every real estate investor, whether it's one unit or 100 units. So that's number one. I mean, so I'm very happy to be a part of this. And I know Daniel reached out a few years ago when I was on, on my own on my own path at that time, but very excited. Number two is, uh, for me, it's, it's reading. And I just mentioned an author that's uh, very important to me, Robert Kiyosaki. Of course, another individual that I uh, got uh, connected through you guys is uh, Dahlia. As you know, uh, she wrote a great book and a best-selling author. There's a lot of Canadian authors that are out there. There's a lot of information. But mostly, for me, it's the associations that we're involved with, like the IHM Association, you guys, uh, CCI, ACMO, uh, the Better Business Bureau, there's, there's a lot of information out there to protect us and to guide us when we're making decisions. So uh, I always listen to people that are investors. If I'm going to get advice, I'd like to get advice from somebody that's already gone through that path. So, you know, you know, if you're looking for a great lawyer or a great accountant or a great uh, mortgage broker, uh, manager, etc., talk to people that are using them. Get references. Even if you're looking for a property management you know, I say to everybody, you know, my lawyer and my accountant are the highest paid people I got because, uh, uh they save me a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of anguish.
1: Absolutely. Great, great advice. So yeah, having, uh, having some real good people in your corners is huge. Uh, so, okay. Question number three, and, uh, I'm going to just, I'll ask you the question. I'll give you one, one limitation to the answer. So question number three, what is the one attribute that has made you most successful And for those of you that have met Giorgio at the Right Club, you can't say being a sharp-dressed man. So it's going to be another attribute that has made you most successful other than your amazing style.
0: Oh, Alfonso, I'm going to tell you. This is the most important thing, and uh, I'm going to say it here. Uh, The secret to success, I feel, is that you become what you think about and act on every single day. The secret to success in life is that you become what you think about and act on, actually what you think about, believe, and act on every single day. Um, I heard that many, many, many years ago, and it stuck with me. So being grateful, I get up every morning. Every morning, my ritual is I start off a thing. You know, I'm alive, I'm above ground. It's a great day. So being grateful, focusing on what is going well in your life today is so important. And I know there's a lot of stuff going on, but, you know, be grateful, focus on what you truly want. If, you know, if everything went your way, if you had all the things that you needed, you know, who would you want to be? What would you want to do? What would you want to have? So with me, many, many years ago, I wrote down who I wanted to be, what I wanted to do, and what I wanted to have. And of course, we've been fine tuning that over the years. And every morning, it's about getting getting my thought and forgetting about what's missing and focus on what's available. And, you know, forget about complaining and and focus on gratitude. I think, you know, The biggest challenge in the world is that we think that when we criticize, condemn and complain that we're giving poison to somebody else. But it's basically giving it back to us. So what you say is what you get. So, again, going back, the biggest secret in my life is uh, that that the biggest secret is that I I become and I receive whatever I think about and believe and act on every single day. I don't know if that's a a bit too philosophical, but I am Greek. So I have this (laughs) philosophical mindset, but it's really Really, helped me uh, in the last four years of my life. It's been going, uh, you know, vertical in every area of my life because of that. And I'm not just talking business with my wife, with my children, with my grandchildren, with my finances, with people, with joining and associating with positive people like yourselves. Nothing is coincidental in life. That's why we're here today and we're doing this.
1: Amazing. Amazing advice.
2: That's a great, that's a really good answer, Giorgio. So number four, what do you typically... Oh, we got another one. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got four questions. <laughs> this is it. The last one. What you typically do on a Sunday morning? Oh, I sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love we love to lounge around
0: and really sleep in and relax. Uh, Sundays are usually what I call my buffer days. So wherever you are if you're not familiar with uh, Dan Sullivan, I know you are. He uh, he talks about free focus and buffer days and the importance of having free days and the importance of having focus days and buffer days. In fact, he says that, you know, um, you know, anyway, I'm not going to get into what he's about, but the buffer day is about relaxing. It's about I relax. I enjoy not having to do anything for my business or my family. And then I buffer, which means I prepare and I plan Usually most Sundays, unless it's a holiday or we're having a birthday, I plan my week, my next seven days. I'm a planner. You know, I, I feel that uh, people don't uh, plan to fail. They fail to plan. So my Sundays are my buffer day or my plan day.
1: I love that. That's amazing, Giorgio. This has been uh, an incredible uh, interview, an amazing podcast. Thank you so much for, for spending your time with us and sharing your amazing knowledge. If the Right Club Nation wanted to, uh, to get in touch with you, what is the, uh, what is the best way?
0: Well, thank you, uh, Alfonso and Laurel. It, it was great. I really enjoyed it, and thank you for the opportunity uh, for letting me uh, speak a little bit with you guys. If somebody's looking to get a hold of us, there's three ways. Uh, number one is through our website, triplewarthex.ca, spelled A-R-T-H-E-X.ca, and in there you can click on consultation, and, get, and you can ask us whatever you want. Number two, you can call us uh, 905-340-0622 or if you're still paying long distance, we do have a 1-800 number. you think I would know it out by heart. No, but it is on my website. <laughs> and uh, the third way is that uh, you can send us an email directly at info at info, I-N-F-O at arthex, A-R-T-H-E-X.ca. And we'll be more than happy to assist you with all your needs.
2: Wow, that's great. Thank you so very much, uh, Giorgio, and have a wonderful rest of the day and a great week. Because I, I know you are, because you plan for it, right?
0: That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Laurel. Thank you, Alfonso. It was great speaking with you guys. So have a wonderful day. Stay safe and uh, uh, have fun tonight. I, I know you're going to have a okay. great webinar this evening as well. Thanks, okay, Giorgio. Bye
2: So, Alfonso, wow. Like, like, I don't know about you, but I'm thinking that if I didn't already have Giorgio as a property manager i'd hire his company because i know like what he's done for for our properties and and i can see how much value he adds to to the whole uh, world of not just property management but property investment right being a landlord like what do you think what's your take on it
1: Absolutely. And we we talk about this all the time, whether it's our our founders meetings, our our operational calls, or or at our right club meetings on our webinars, we have to treat this like a business. It's not treat this like a business. I'm sorry to tell everybody, here's the harsh news. It is a business. This is a business, right? And you, know, you touched upon it in the podcast, removing the emotion out of it, right? Oh, I wanna be friendly, I wanna be a nice landlord, I wanna make sure everybody likes me. Well, I, you know, that's gonna be great, that's awesome, and kudos to you that you wanna do that, but there are gonna be some facts and r- brutal facts that you have to deal with in business, right? And, and having a property manager like Giorgio, like artex in your corner or somebody like them in your corner that's helping you out, that's gonna be crucial in the success of your business right? So on how you prepare for those things that are eventually going to come up and on, on the systems and things that you do have in place. Like he said, he was naming off this form, that form. I know everybody's familiar with the major ones, the N4 and N11s and all those types of things, but they have a database where they can just go back to it and they know, oh, this happened. Okay. No two situations are going to ever be the same, but heck are they like 95, 99% very similar? Yeah. You're going to have to, uh, uh, you know, take it with a customized approach, right? Each scenario. But when you have the experience of very similar things happening on, yeah, that was great. So lots of amazing information. Um, I took a whole bunch of notes and things that, uh, that made me think about today. And even his advice uh, about, you know, underwriting or, or, or really kind of um, screening for clients in, in the midst of all this, it's, it's still going back to the fundamentals and the things that you always do. It doesn't just change, right?
2: You know what I thought was really telling is that um, the fact that when he goes to the landlord-tenant board in Ontario and is A, in and out in half an hour, that, like that's a huge deal, but B, has a lot of landlords coming up to him and saying, can we hire you? Like that, that just illustrates that, that there's there's so much value there, right? Because I don't know about you, I never want to go in front of the landlord-tenant board, but if if our prop, whatever happens, because life happens, yeah. right? If something happens that we're, we have to go there, well, I guess who's going to be there to represent me? I don't have to go.
1: Absolutely, I, I've coined it, and you know, I, I've coined the landlord-tenant board as hell on earth. Strictly, that—that <laughs> that is my opinion, my opinion only. And maybe if you share in that opinion, let me know. But if you, once you ended up there, there's so many steps. I think that's plan, literally plan Z. Like, if you got to go through the whole alphabet. And if you have to get there, yes, you do, and it's unfortunate, and I, I've been there for sure, and it, and it is hell on earth. But having someone that's clear, concise, that gets to the point and deals with the facts, and is not intimidated and not scared of the system because they've been there and done it so many times is, is invaluable. And, uh, yeah, like, again, if I never have to go to a landlord-tenant board, whether it's, you know, Giorgio or whether it's a paralegal, I, I will I will be a happy, happy man uh, not having to ever go to a landlord tenant board. And that's just one, one thing, right? Repairs, maintenance, client calls. He mentioned calls at Saturday at three o'clock in the morning and those types of things. That's not why, that's not why we invest in real estate. We invest in the real estate to allow us to do the things that we want us to do. And it's the fuel, right? For, for our vehicles of our lives. But that's why you get somebody It's the same way. Just think about it. If, if you are out there and saying, Hey, I'm going to do my own property management. And listen, I'm guilty of that and I live in one of my, my properties and I manage it because I live here. Um, that's just my brain. But if I was gonna go and, I don't know, start a legal case or do my own accounting or maybe go and uh, be a real estate agent or become a mortgage broker, think about the time, effort and knowledge that I'm gonna have to acquire, right? So if a property management I think falls in that category, you can become a great property manager if you really have to or you work with some of the best and, you know, you spend your time on what you're already good at and become better at that. That's my opinion.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hand over the stuff you don't want to do to someone who does it really well. And then you can focus on what your what your passion is. And, you know, if you want to get more properties, go right ahead. If you want to do something else, go right ahead. But you don't have to be dragged down into into the, the details and the time, and I'm gonna say at the time-sucking details. That's right,
1: that's right, and another, you know what? And another another thing that I just thought about that didn't come up in the, in the podcast, if you have a property manager that's managing that many properties, and you let them know that, hey, I'm interested in buying more properties like XYZ, maybe part of that portfolio he does, another landlord that's saying, hey, they're looking to kind of offload or get rid of, of XYZ property, hey, why don't you put yourselves in contact with each other? And, you know, that's another possibility. Yeah. So. Actually,
2: I do know that they offer that service. that We didn't have time to talk about it in the, in the podcast, but I do know because, um, you know, we know Georgia really well. And, yes, they do offer that service. They offer a lot of uh, connections and will help will help investors find other properties if that's what the investor wants to do. So, yeah, that's another reason to go to a, a really good property manager. Because they've got their fingers right on the pulse of what's going on, right? They're out there. They see the properties. They know what's available and what's not available. They know what areas not to go into. They know what areas mm-hmm. to focus on. Because like, that's what they do.
1: And when you're doing your due diligence on a property that you're going to want to buy, probably going to want to see the financials and if the property manager has those. So that's another great, great contact. Again, a thousand reasons, maybe a million reasons on why you need a great property manager on your team. Um, and in Georgia and Arthex is just a great example of them. And, and uh, yeah, and just general people on your team. So Laurel, thank you so much for being, being on my team, my power team of, of my life, my career, my business, and, and an amazing, uh, amazing co-host today. Uh, on the podcast, uh, really, really enjoy doing these and interviewing amazing people and, and putting out the, the content that we do for the Right Club Nation. So if you haven't already, get onto the website, it's therightclub.com. Stay in touch with us, reach out to us. There's a lot of different ways uh, for you to reach out. So you pick the one that's gonna be the best for you and, uh, and we'll go from there. We wanna help you grow your business, your real estate investing career and yourselves at the end of the day. So uh, yeah, so thank you, Laurel, for, for being an amazing co-host.
2: Well, thanks, Alfonso. And so how are we going to end this? What do we tell people to do? Come, Come grow grow with us. us. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get it right
1: one of these days. Bye, guys.
2: Bye, everybody. Thank
1: thanks for listening to the Right Club Podcast and joining our community of real estate investors online at therightclub.com, where the focus is about helping you grow. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks from your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi.